hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the No Name Podcast. We may not have a name, but we have content. I am Reverend Sharon Gray, and this is... The Kid Says Minister Tasha. Minister Latasha, before we go any further, Kid Says, describe your week in one word. Emotional emotional okay what's your one word my one word eventful so we just we both just gonna have a word that start with an e are you spelling it in your head right now (laughs) (laughs) okay well i'll take my word back nope too late before we get further into the episode, Big Sis and I pray that you are having a wonderful week. But we also pray and hope that you have subscribed to this podcast. This is the No Name Podcast, and we appreciate you tuning in and listening to another episode. If this episode and any others brings any value to your life, we simply ask that you like, that you leave a comment or a review, and that you subscribe. And we thank you in advance for doing all three. Big sis. Yes, ma'am. What are we talking about today? Well, you know, I like to talk. Uh We talked about this last week. I like to talk. And we talked about how I used to get in trouble in school for talking. I did. My parents said, you better get to that school and close your mouth and sit down and do what the teacher said. Open your mouth again here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, needless to say, I always got in trouble. For talking, I always did. I mean, I don't know. I just got in trouble. I don't think. I don't. I don't think our listeners understand. Like you're really a talker. I'm actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, like for real, for real. You're you're a talker. I like to talk. It's nothing wrong with it. This how you know you a talker. For those, for those, um. You have a group of friends that know you very well, and they refuse to talk to you past a certain time of night because they know that your speech will be incoherent and or you're going to fall asleep. But this is how you know that you're a talker. When somebody is trying to get off the phone with you because they know that you're falling asleep and you say, no, wait, no, wait, I was talking, but you were asleep. <laughs> he wasn't talking I, at all. He wasn't talking. Can I tell you the number of hangups I've had in my ear because I fell asleep and I'm trying. I'm trying to talk, but nothing but is I'm, making sense. I'm, I'm incoherent, and then the hangups, and then I just turn over and go to sleep, and then I'll talk to my people the next day. Did I fall asleep on you? I got I, I just got tired. But this is how you know you're a talker. Cause you you still trying to talk and you sleep. 
Like, just just stop. Go to bed. No, I had something to say. No, you didn't. I did. You didn't I, say I like talking to I like talking to my friends. So and look, you do that via text message too. Cause you text me, <laughs> was it last night you text me? And you was talking about the show. And it was two text messages that made absolutely no sense back to back. I said, oh, she was asleep. <laughs> I looked at the text and then it was the next morning. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> I looked at my phone. I was like, hmm. It, I, it was the next morning. So so if you ever trying to talk to big sis, just don't even try after 930. It's a wrap. 9.30 p.m. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> you're going to get five whole ideas into one sentence. A half a sentence as that, at that. So getting back to the show, because I like to talk. Mm -hmm. And I was surfing through Facebook. And I came across a post. Now, am I, am I supposed to say the name no. of the person that wrote the post? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I came across the post. And so I just wanted to have a discussion about the post. The post reads as such. The humanistic side of me is so hurting and frustrated with all of my issues. But my faith will not let me doubt that God is still able. I have no other choice but to trust God. And this person is a worship leader. She's saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. And that, that this post struck me, or it stopped me, it made me pause because there are so many people hurting so many people hurting, so many people upset and angry with God because they're hurting or they're going through things and they're upset with God. But this post gave me, allowed me to see that there are people that are out there that are hurting and still having faith and trust in God. So we want to talk about tonight what this post or how can this post help us? Kids, sis, let's hear from you. You were at the post. And before we, yes, and before we go through all that, we do not have all of the answers. We don't. We're just two of God's servants. With the platform, we are two of God's servants with the platform that God has given us to use. And we want to use this platform to glorify him and to help somebody. Now, we talked about last week on our last podcast, Jesus and therapy. The two go together. Kisses. So... I would start by saying, I think growing up and somewhere into my young adult years, I sometimes felt that being a Christian 
sometimes it was portrayed like being a Christian negates your emotions, right? So being a Christian means that, of course, you believe in Christ and his power, his ability, and all of that. But I just felt like sometimes we use that to suppress and or ignore the fact that we're still human. Mm -hmm. And we will face situations that will cause a human response. Mm -hmm. Now, I think it's important that whatever the response is, it doesn't lead us to sin. Mm -hmm. But if we experience hurt, it's okay to cry. But I've I've just felt like sometimes growing up, just because you're a Christian meant that, oh, well, just trust, trust God. Why are you crying? Like, what are you crying for? And I think this post for me touches on that because it it states that, yes, I'm human and I'm mm -hmm. a Christian. Right. Like why do why does it feel like I have to choose one? Mm -hmm. Right. Like I, I shouldn't have to choose just even with the conversation of being African American and being Christian, right? Why do I only have to respond to a situation as one? Why do we create these dual personalities or these dual responses? Why can't mm -hmm. I respond or process? as a human who's Christian. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I hear you. I hear you. <clears throat> Why do you have to? I really don't think that you should have to respond to one or the other. You are a human that's Christian. You are an African-American that's Christian. You are a female that's Christian. You are a I mean whatever it is I think so a lot of times it, it leads me back to uh, the double consciousness consciousness mm -hmm. framework established by W.E.B. Du Bois right uh -huh. and in this in this idea or in this concept mm -hmm. it's like we're living two separate lives mm -hmm. right I can even relate that to uh, being being a preacher or, or just being a Christian um, mm -hmm. we, we act one way on Sunday mm -hmm. but then every other day of the week we're, we're succumbing to the flesh consistently without fighting so my question is then are we to have this dual personality or are we one in the same. I, my Christian walk should not look different Monday through Saturday. My Christian walk should look the same every day. Now, it's the struggle because it goes against our nature because we were born in sin and shaping an iniquity. So it goes against our nature to walk and be set and be um, set apart. It's, it goes against our nature. That's why 
we're told in scripture, in the Bible, that we have to kill the flesh daily. We have to mortify our members daily. What would it look like for me to praising God on Sunday? Somebody getting in my face on Monday and I rip them down one side and up the other. What does that look like? Of course, you would look like a hypocrite. Right. Of, of course. And I, and I say that and I mean that. But at the same time, I understand that. In no way are we perfect. We're not perfect. For me, the important piece is, are you even trying? So going to the post, right? Again, referring to the post, the humanistic side of me is hurting and frustrated with all of my issues. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 one thing to know that you're hurt, know that you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. But if you stay there, then I understand bringing in, well, where's your faith? Right. And because? Because at the end of the day, we're we're professed and confessed believers. Like we believe in God. So of course we're we are instructed by the Bible, right? To have faith in God. But it does mm-hmm. not negate the frustration and the hurt. And the pain and the upset and the tears and the heartbreak and the stress. It doesn't negate any of that. I I think that this text is profound Mm -hmm. because the carnal, the flesh, it wants to do its own thing. Right. The human part of me sometimes struggle with being holy. Because we are pressing towards the mark. We're striving for perfection here. We won't reach perfection until we get to the other side. And that's in heaven when we see a space. That's why it's very important for us to make sure that we walk, that we continually, perpetually ask God to forgive us and ask God to, to, you know, to change us, not to ask God to change us and continue to do the same thing over and over. Shall we continue in sin? Paul says, God forbid. We, we can't continue in sin. The thing is, is to turn away from it and get the discipline we need so that we can walk up right before God. We struggle with that. We struggle with that. But then the question uh, is, when do we stop struggling? I don't, to be honest with you, and here's why I'm giving I'm giving this answer and I'm pulling up the scripture right now. Uh-huh. I don't know if 
on earth, we will uh-huh. ever stop struggling. We will not reach perfection until we get to heaven. At that mm-hmm. point in heaven is when we will be perfect. But while we're here on earth, we're going to experience pain and suffering. We're going to experience uh, frustration, right? We're going to cry. We're going to be upset, all of those things. So I don't know if I can safely say that we'll just, you know, be perfect and we'll be okay. And I go, huh? We're not going to be perfect. I go back to Paul, 2 Corinthians Uh chapter 7. Referencing that this this thorn in his flesh, uh-huh. right? Of course, Paul kept praying and asking God to remove it, uh-huh. but he didn't. Right. So, so we can say that we we can ask, you know, at what point will we stop being so hurt and so frustrated with uh-huh. everything that's going on? But uh-huh. could it be possible that that's our thorn? In some situations, in some situations. Let me read, let me read Romans 6, 1 and 2. Well then, this is the New Living Translation. Should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it. Yes, there are some situations that God just won't move. But when it comes to sin, we can't keep re- re- um, repenting and going right back. We can't keep saying, God, I'm sorry, and then go right back. There has to be some discipline. There has to be some discipline. Now, are we going to mess up? Yes, we are. We are going to mess up. We are. We are. That's just who we are because we were born in sinnership and iniquity. But there has to come a time when, just like when you're on a diet, are you trying to change your eating habits? Or let's go here, diabetes. And you know, there are certain things I, talking to me, I shouldn't eat. I know I can't have soda because soda has a lot of sugar. But I have the discipline not to drink soda because I know it'll drive my sugar up. What's what's your statement, sis? (laughs) Because you see, everybody else can't see it, but you see this confused look on my face right now. Uh-huh. Only because that's true about sin. Uh-huh. But the post is talking about being hurt and frustrated. Those uh-huh. are two separate conversations. Yeah, sin, of course, like, nah, uh-huh. we, we at some point, we, mm-hmm. we have to be more intentional about repenting, full repentance. Uh-huh. And right. not take advantage of God's grace. Exactly. But the question in the in the conversation about experiencing hurt and frustration because of what's going on, uh-huh. like we're this world will never be perfect. 
for as exactly. long as we're, we're, we're living, we are going to experience hurt. We are going to experience frustration. And there should, just like the, the, the post writer, she said, you know, but erases everything else before it, right? Right. And so her post, well, the writer's post said, let me go back to it. I have it up right here. The humanistic side of me is so is so hurting and frustrated with all of my issues, but my faith will not let me doubt that God is still able. I have no other choice but to trust God. That is a sign of a person that's growing. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's a sign of a person. When she said, but that changed her whole outlook. Mm -hmm. I recognize that I'm hurt. I recognize that I've had to cry and I don't know what the situation was, but I'm just saying, I've recognized that I'm dealing with situations on my job. I recognize that I'm dealing with issues in my marriage. I recognize that the doctor gave me a bad report. I recognize that I need to buy a new car. My car is acting up. I recognize all of these things. But I know that God is going to do what? He's still able. Yeah. That is a sign of maturity and growth. Mm -hmm. It is. What did Job say? Don't you slay me yet? Well, I trust no, I get it. And I'm not uh -huh. saying that I'm not saying I disagree. Uh-huh. I totally understand. And I agree. My question would uh -huh. be how do we get to that point? Because all of us, all of us are not, I was gonna say, ain't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> all of us ain't there. Sometimes, and, and myself included, right? I mm -hmm. had a break, I broke down earlier this week mm -hmm. because to me, I, I had my hopes up. I, were, I was expecting one answer and mm -hmm. got the opposite answer of what I wanted to hear. And I broke down, mm -hmm. right? Real talk. I was upset. I was hurt. I told my sister that it felt like somebody just gut punched me. Mm -hmm. unexpectedly you know sometimes you you can brace yourself because you expect it mm -hmm. sometimes in the back of your mind like okay I'm expect I'm kind of expecting it to go this way even though I want something different so you're able to brace yourself and it, it hurts but it doesn't hurt that much but when you're not expecting that answer at all mm -hmm. and, and you're hit with it I, I got upset, right? I was I was emotional. That's why I said my week was emotional. 
And I'm still mm-hmm. dealing with it and getting over it. Um, but I'll be honest, my, my first response in that initial moment within those first 30 seconds was complete anger. Mm-hmm. I was angry. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why would you allow this to happen? Mm-hmm. Only for me to hear no. So I say all of that to say, how do we get to the point of this writer where we can say, yes, I'm frustrated. Yes, I'm hurt. Yes, this surprised me. Yes, this is extremely painful and traumatic, but I still trust God. John 16, 33 says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. Peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. So God wants, Jesus wants us to have peace. Peace that surpasses all understanding. Can you pull that up, please? If you don't mind. Peace that surpasses all understanding. And then he goes on to say, in this world, you will have trouble. Now, I want you to have peace. Because in this world, you're going to have trouble. So peace, I'm, I'm set. He's setting the, setting the stage, setting the background. I want you to have peace. Because you're going to have trouble. He wants us to know that we're not going to walk in this life and it's always going to be, we're always going to have a good time. It's always going to work in our favor. It's always going to be a bed of ease. It's always going to be. A, that's not going to happen, especially in the lives of a Christian. Not to say it don't happen to anybody else, but people sometimes have this way of thinking that Christians don't go through stuff and Christians' lives aren't hard. That's a, 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 a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. And whoever said it, I want to meet them because I got a few things to say. So he said, I, you're going to have trouble. But then he says, take heart. Take heart. Trust me. Be strong. Be encouraged. Jesus has, he went through, he was fully man and fully human. So he knows what we're experiencing. And so he says, take heart because I have overcome the world. The very same power that Jesus rose with is the same power we have. Getting to a point where the writer is takes growth. It takes surrender. It takes reading God's word and allowing God's word to minister to us. It does. Because you have to think about it. God has given us power and strength and his word to encourage us. Can you read the scripture for me, sis, and explain it? Philippians chapter four, verse six, the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. Instead, in every situation, with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, tell your request to God. 
and the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In other words, even when you're you're dealing with the hurt, the pain, the frustration because of everything that's going on around you, pray, be thankful, and know that the word that you use, God's peace, will be given to us in such a way where we'll be walking around good. Even though there's chaos going on all around us, we are able to walk around with our heads held high only because of God's peace. And everybody, everybody else will be wondering, like, how are you able to have a smile on your face? How are you able to still laugh? How are you able to still experience joy? How are you able to still speak as though you're in your right mind? Because the peace that God gives, it, it humans cannot understand. We're, we're very limited in our understanding because we are finite beings. Yep. But the infinite one is giving us peace. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's a promise. What I like about this is, is that it's a promise to believers. Mm-hmm. Nowhere again, we, we've said this before, nowhere in the Bible does it say that life will be easy. Do you know anyone in the Bible that had an easy life? Only Enoch. And and that was what? Long time ago. Mm-hmm. Early Old Testament. Mm-mm. Because can I tell you, I'm saved. I'm sanctified. Filled with the Holy Ghost. You show enough filled with the Holy Ghost. You should have known that was coming. I don't even know why you did that to yourself. (laughs) I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. But can I tell you, there are some things that hurt my feelings. There are some people that have said some things to me that they shouldn't have said and I didn't go off. Why? Because of the Holy Ghost. Because I trust God. Because the Bible says the same grave that somebody built for you, dig for you, they're going to fall in it. The Bible says that he's close to those that are brokenhearted. So those are promises that I have to stand, rely on, and trust in. I cannot do, I said this the last podcast, I'm not responsible for how people treat me, but I'm responsible for how I treat people. Now, does it get hard? yes <laughs> because and the last time I preached I said we're human I'm a human I am a human that loves God I am a human who desire is to please God however there are times when I just want to wave 
the flag. And I just want to throw in the towel. However, be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. I got to trust God to take care of it. Just like the writer said, my faith won't let me do it. Sis? And the only way to know those promises is to actually read the Bible. The only way. The only way. All right. That's, that's, that's it. I love reading love reading books and everything, but those books don't contain the promises of God. Nehemiah 8 and 10 says, do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. You got to add some context to that because you can't, you can't just leave that sentence like that. So Nehemiah, we know that he had, they had to uh, build the wall and they were upset that Jerusalem was devastated and desolate. So he had to go back. He went to the king, could have lost his life and asked the king, could he go and help rebuild the wall? So they went, everybody was involved so that they could rebuild the wall. They wanted to make, they wanted to Jerusalem to be protected and to be beautiful again. So Hezekiah, Hezekiah Nehemiah told him, don't grieve. I know you're upset. Don't grieve. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And so my sister, she didn't like my response. It's, it's not even about liking the response. It's understanding what is meant in that word grieve. Uh -huh. Because we tell people that grief is okay, that you have to go through the natural process of grief. Uh-huh. And but you I, I needed you to 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 add some definition and some meaning mm -hmm. to that word grief because the bible also says that that we don't grieve as those who have no hope or cry as, or weep as those who weep. have no hope uh -huh. don't weep as those who have no hope so right. for me when i'm putting the two together right it's it's okay to demonstrate some emotion but right. i am not grieving in such a way that shows a lack of faith or a lack of hope, or a lack of trust. Uh-huh. So in this context, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. In this context, he was telling them, don't feel bad about it. And or sad. Don't feel bad about it. Don't be dejected. Don't feel sad about it because the joy of the Lord is your strength. He don't wanted them to continue. Don't put on your sackcloth and ashes. Right. Because that's what they did back then right. when they were, when they were fasting and, you know, don't, he said, go and celebrate with the feast of rich foods and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. 
This is a sacred day before our Lord, our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad for the joy of the Lord is your strength. He didn't want them to. So basically. He didn't want them to stop living. Don't stop living. You can't. Don't stop living. Keep doing what you got to do because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm -hmm. yes you are hurting yes you lost your job yes you lost a relationship yes you lost the friendship yes you got a, a, a write up on your job but don't be dejected continue to live your life why? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. When we're weak, that's when we're made strong, especially when we go to the Lord in prayer. Especially when we have faith enough to believe that even though I'm sitting right here in this place and it doesn't feel good, I know full well that he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask, think, or even imagine according to the power that worketh within us. Sorry, sis, but let me say this real quick. Yeah. You, it, it means something different when you say that, when you've experienced it, right? So because you've experienced the hurt and the pain, but then you've also experienced the other side of that. You've experienced the but. So the second half of that, right? It, it means more based on your history with God. So what is that? Girl, right there. What is what does that say to me and to everyone else watching? Anytime you face a situation, reflect back to the last situation and your history with God. So if That's you good. if if you experience the 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 transition of a loved one but on the other side of that, you're still living, you're still breathing, you're still making it day by day by day. It's only because of God. So the next time you experience that transition with someone else, you you can reflect. Mm -hmm. You can go back to say, yo, God helped me through, through, through situation A. Mm -hmm. He helped me through situation B. So I know he's going to hold me through situation J. Exactly. You have to know it. Can't, I can't tell you. I can tell you my 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 moments of I can tell you my moment of transparency. I can tell you that I can tell you my testimony. I can. I transparent moment. Now I was up preaching, encouraging people, preaching the word of God. But every time something happened, I would fall clean apart. Fall apart. Oh, I would just fall apart. Take me days to get it together. Take me days to get it together. Then my godmother came to me and she said, look, what are you doing? How are you preaching to God's people? And every time you hit with something, you fall you falling apart. And sometimes we need that Nathan. <laughs> To come to us and let us know where 
we're missing the mark. After she told me that, it made me realize, wait a minute, Shay. You can't keep falling apart. You're supposed to be trusting God. I was like, okay, God, I'm sorry. Then I began to pray. Then I began to act, to read God's word. I began to allow the word to minister to me. Another moment. I'm grieving. Both my parents are not here. We talked about that. But I have to keep going. There are a lot of people that are going through situations that have allowed those situations to make them drink, make them do drugs, make them overeat, make them shop, make them be per, per uh, and I'm talking about overspending, make them become promiscuous, things to help with the hurt. When all the Lord wants us to do is to come to him. That's all he wants. The psalm writer said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. Then he asked himself, well, where does my help come from? Then he answered himself, my help comes from the Lord. And sometimes you got to talk to yourself. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. So, sometimes you got to talk to yourself like the writer did because I've been having... To, to push myself every single day. Mm -hmm. I've been having to tell myself like, yeah, it hurts and you don't understand it, but God. Right. And sometimes I don't even fill in the blank. I'll just say, but God. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's, th there's there's something else, right? Right. Sometimes, huh? No, I'm saying you're right. Oh, uh, yeah. I just, you, you got to encourage yourself. I know that's a song and it's also scripture, but it's true. And literally mm -hmm. every single day I've had to, I've had to press. Mm -hmm. I've had, and anytime that frustration or that emotion comes up, like I'll deal with it in the moment. I'm not going to suppress it. I'll deal mm -hmm. with it in the moment and add a butt to it. Like, yeah, it hurt, but what does God have in store? And like you said, you won't suppress it. Please don't suppress. Yeah, Suppressing yeah. is not good. Because when you suppress and then you get triggered, then bam, what do you do then? What happens when you get triggered? Right. People do, people do a surmountable, uh, a, a myriad of things. Let me use that. People do a myriad of things when they're triggered. Because again, we... We, we got to get rooted and we have to get grounded and we got to trust God. Yeah. We have to know that we can cast all of our cares upon him. We have to, those are my go-to. Those are my go-to to keep me from doing something that I'm not supposed to do to keep me from saying, because what happens is hurt people, hurt people. And then when we, we were in our feelings or we feeling some kind of way, then we lash out. I've been there. I've been there. But is that, is, is that the way God wants me to treat his people? 
No. So I have to rely on the Holy Ghost to help me. I do. I do. We are about, about to turn this corner. I pray that something has been said tonight that has uh, made you think twice about your hour or made us think twice about our response to hurt, pain, frustration. Um, again, that post said the humanistic side of me is so hurting and frustrated with all of my issues, but my faith will not let me doubt that God is still able. I have no other choice but to trust God. That is our encouragement on this episode. We have no other choice but to trust God. If God did it before, if he brought you out before, it's a guarantee that he will bring you out again. Something happens. Don't suppress those emotions. Deal with the emotions, but know that there's a second part to the story. It does not have to end there. Again, I pray that you've been blessed with another episode of the No Name Podcast. If this episode or any other episode has added any value to your life, I invite you to like the podcast, leave a comment or a review. If you ever have a question or a comment or topic that you would like for us to answer, you can email us at nonamepodcast at gmail.com. Again, that email address will be in the show notes and description. Um, and again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, before we close, we always like to pray. So let's pray. God, how we thank you and we praise you for another opportunity to have a conversation that points all of us back to you. God, we never take it for granted that you allow us this platform to spread more of your word, to have honest and transparent conversations. God, I thank you for every single person who continues to tune in, whether this is their first time listening or, or if they've listened to every single episode. God, I thank you that they have taken time out of their day or evening to listen. And God, I pray um, that something is continually said that will be uplifting and transformative. God, I thank you for my sister and her dedication and her commitment um, to sharing her story. God, continue to use her and bless her. God bless every single listener. You know everything that we are standing in the need of. And God, we say that we're going to trust you. We are not going to allow the circumstance or the situation to make us lose faith in you. But in fact, we are going to allow the situation to build our trust in you. And we say thank you in advance for what you are doing and will continue to do. It's in Jesus name that we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, sis. And again, before we close, I just, I can appreciate the post writer's post because it lets us know that we don't have to allow the things, the hurt, the pain to stop us from trusting in God. It was a beautiful post to let us know that yes, we may hurt. Yes, we, we may go through, but God, but God, he is there to comfort us, 
keep us, strengthen us, and encourage us. <laughs>